whole secret to the metaverse and the world. Today, y'all talking about the untold secret to the metaverse and the world. What are you talking about? What do you mean the metaverse? What do you mean the world? Man, this is going to be a good walk out to our kingdom business workshop series that we do every Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time. We're showing up today to share with you more from the word and how you can apply this to your business. They were coming to you from Romans 12 and 2. It says, do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. If this is your first time tuning in, we want to say, hey, welcome. My name is Kathy McReynolds. I'm the founder of NCEO Bible Business Academy, where we you businesses with biblical principles so if you're watching us on instagram i want to say hey you can um, hop over to you and you'll be able to see the slides that we're sharing here and if you're watching on us on other channels welcome let us know where you are tuning in from say hello so that we can say hello back to you and also let us know what type of business you're starting and then i'm always curious why it's important for you to do it with biblical principles. So grab your pen, grab your paper, and let's go ahead and dive in. I'm going to switch over to the, the uh, slides that I can see over here. It says, the untold secret to the metaverse and the world. Do not conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. It may cost you everything you got, but this is definitely what you want to do. See, we often think that in order order to be successful in business and make the greatest um, impact and impression on generations, we must become worldly mind. Um, I mean, especially like with everything that's going on in the internet world, you see so much on here and it's like, okay, what do I do? How do I get my message out and still stay true to who I am and still stay true to God, most importantly? While in one sense that may bear some truth in the biblical sense, it is completely false to stay worldly-minded. As we read in the New Testament, it is crystal clear that we are not to become entangled with the world. Now, at first glance, a believer who is an entrepreneur might shrink from this idea. You might be thinking like, oh, how am I going to get my message out? Don't have to go there and meet them where they're at and then take them where they need to go? Kind of true, kind of sort of, sort of, sort of, but we'll talk about that today. And the question that I'm going to cover today is threefold. What, number one, what is the world? Like, there's three meanings of that that we're going to share with you today. And number two, what is the metaverse? We've heard a lot about metaverse. Uh, um, Facebook has changed their name to metaverse. And there's so much happening that we have to be aware, especially as believers, especially Especially as entrepreneurs, um, because we're the ones who feed this world and make this world grow, right? So we have to definitely be aware of what's happening out there. And I'm going to talk about what is the metaverse and how to take advantage of opportunities it offers while not becoming entangled. And, and the key thing is we have to begin to get out in the forefront and stop being behind. As believers, we should be the ones coming up with all of these ideas where people are following us instead of us following trends. And number three, we're going to talk about was I the wrong person chosen? You know, should this be your calling? I, I tell you guys all the time when it first 
came to me uh, about a year, almost two years ago, to start by business academy. I was like, that's not me. I don't, you know, I don't talk about religion. I don't talk about politics. It's definitely me, but it just kept coming, kept coming. And I finally surrendered and said, okay, 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 okay. And I did it just like that. I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I made a decision to go out there and get it done. And if you're watching us and you see the slides, I can't see comments right now. Make sure you go ahead and put them in there. And when we get down to the end, I'll go back and answer those or we'll also um, answer them on the replay. And so if you're that person who know you have a call in it and you feel that God is calling you to do uh, you know a particular business or, or a course or teach something or have a ministry and you just you're fighting it or you are adopting it but you're not quite sure your role and where you fit in it we're going to talk about that today to help you get started you can always go over to our youtube channel as soon as you get over there it'll say um it's got calling you to start a business watch that it's about 12 minutes and that'll answer a lot of questions and help you with that. But we're going to talk about what to do when you feel overwhelmed by the purpose God has assigned to you. Because that overwhelm is not of God. He is always a peace. So we're going to dive into that. Day. Our purpose at Bible Business Academy is to help you build businesses for the kingdom. Think about this. If you can build a six, seven, or eight-figure business from your gift, your skills, your talents, and then or your acquired ability, and then you take those resources and pour that back into the kingdom to get the good news out. Isn't that a beautiful thing? And I want to thank you guys for joining us today for another irresistible message from our Kingdom Business um, series that we do here on Thursday. And as I said, if you want to know more about our company and how it can help you, most importantly, get your gift your skill or your talent or your acquired knowledge out there into the world, go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com, BibleBusinessAcademy.com. My name is Kathy McCormick, I'm your host, and our goal is to help you build businesses so you can get time freedom, debt free, financial freedom, but most important, so your soul can be safe. And we transform entrepreneurs into leaders with the sole purpose of growing the kingdom and fulfilling God purpose and we believe that message that you're going to hear today is going to help you to grow in your faith and your finances while advancing your life and business so you can discover your purpose and pursue it with passion that's what we want you to do if you stick around to the end we're going to show you how you can get exclusive access to building your course or consultant or coaching business with biblical principles and some free resources that we want to send straight to your front door and if this is your first time tuning in, again, um, my name is Kathy, and I'm from Akron. And I always say I grew up shy, sheltered, in church basically six days a week. Um, my mom was a minister. My dad was a football coach. Um, I left home at 19. Uh, been gone. You know, I'm just kidding. Okay, I'm almost 60. Lived in the D.C. area, Baltimore, Boston, and Pittsburgh. So, you know, where are you from? Let me know where you're from. And I always say, guys, I'm an introvert who loved to win. And I just, I am so excited to just, that God chose me to be able to run the platform and to come out here and help people because that's what it's all about, saving souls. We are, we, we have this thing called um, soul, soul sex. And so the number one purpose when people call you guys and talk to you is to talk to you about your soul and to help you with that. And then the sale comes second, right? In order to help that. I'm an auntie to many licensed 
consultants, financial advisor, made in law six figures in a couple business. Not perfect by any means necessary, but an action taker. One of the things we did in the earlier part of the year was we wrote our first book. So you can go over to Amazon and pick that up. It's called Bible Business Secret. Or you can go to BibleBusinessAcademy.com forward slash book. And if you go there, we have some extra bonuses. So make sure you grab a copy of that. You can also grab a copy of our planner, Believe and Grow Rich. This planner is amazing. And it will help you every single day to believe more, keep God first, and also grow your business. So go to Believe and Grow Rich, or you can head on Amazon and pick up that. And after we get to the message, but I just want to let you guys know before we dive in, whether you want to have a business built for you and have all the work done for you, we have that process in our Kingdom series, which I'll talk about later, or you can um, take a look at our course, or our, our Genesis Academy, or any of our other academies to help you get your course or your consulting business or your product set up. So go ahead and dive in. Down with the commercial breaks, and we'll get back to that in a minute. We're going to talk today about the untold secret to the metaverse and the world. We're coming to you from Romans 12 to do not conform to the patterns of this world, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And this is so, so important, especially the generation that we in. Somebody might be listening to this a hundred years from now. I have no idea. But today, the world is changing as we know it. Um, most people walk around with their cell phones uh, attached to them. They're on that conversating and building life through that than anything else. They're building businesses through that than anything else. I even closed down my financial service office and came online to build a business to reach more people around. But besides doing business, I really don't scroll and search through Facebook or any, you know, any, well, I would say Facebook, but any social media um, site is just to do business. And that's what I want to challenge you are. It, it, it's to do business, help people to um, post positive stuff and get people thinking in the right way. So what are you using it for? And that's why we're talking about, you know, the, the metaverse and the world and the way it is and how to uh, not conform to the way of this world and how important that's. And as I said in the beginning, the questions that I want to cover today are three to dive into that. Number one is what is the world? There's things when you think of the world. The first, the Bible says is that it was that there is a created world. God made the world and everything is a created world. See, I, I'm not, I, I love, you know, this is why I love, love um, Sharing with the word, you can take your personal opinion on that and what you think is right, and you can just go with what the word to say. It's so easy to say, Hey, I, I don't have an opinion, but let's see what the word Second, there inhabitants of the world who God loves and for whom Christ died for God so loved his only begotten son. That's in John 3 16. And the third reason of the world is there and there is the kind of the world system which is headed by Satan and based upon self, greed, and pride. Let me say that again. It is based upon self, greed, and pride. So that's the part of the world that we want to separate ourselves from, right? This is the world that God warns us about and it is this world system and philosophy Kingdom citizens are shunned and remain 
free from. So you got to understand what you're to be separated from. And that's self, greed, and pride. Those are the three things that you should, and especially, listen, I'm an entrepreneur over 30 years. I only worked one year of that journey in 2008 when everything crashed and I didn't have the faith that I have now. So I didn't got a job for a year and then I realized I was psyched, unemployable, and I couldn't do it, and I knew I wasn't walking in my life. But however, I share this with you because one of the things as an entrepreneur, we just think we know everything. Let's just be honest with that, right? Can I get a witness, amen? Somebody say, yes, yes, I agree with you out there. We think we know it all, right? Um, and we're always having these ideas and this creativity, and so sometimes that can allow you to have that. That, that self, that greed, and that fight showing up. So you have to be aware of that. And when you see it rising, it's ugly head, then that's the importance when God says, meditate on his word, that you'll be able to replace that. And, and after a while, it'll start to dissipate you and you can operate from the world. See, the there's crystal clear signs. The Bible says in Romans 12, to be conformed to this world. The Bible teaches in Galatians 1, 4, that Christ gave, himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil age and i you know i'm not saying the metaverse is evil but what i am saying is that if you step into the new metaverse and what they're talking about and you go go into there for self for greed and for pride then that's what makes it evil so you have to understand that and in other words the world was such a great danger to our souls that this danger caused Christ, the Son of God, to go to the cross to deliver us from it. I mean, you got to think about this. When God looked down on everything that was happening, and you, you know, you read the Old Testament, you know all, all the stuff that was happening back there, and He was like, "Man, this is crazy! I did not create this to be this kind of way." And so he loved us so much. He's like, you know, I gotta fix this. I'm mean, I gotta send my son down here so that he can he can he can change it. He can save the people because I love them so much. So just write down self and pride and make sure that any time you get focused on those things, you as I always say, you check yourself before you wreck yourself. Because guys, the line has been drawn throughout the Bible, the lines are definitely drawn between world unbelievers and the world of the children of God. You got to know what side of the fence you, you stand on. I was telling my mother the other day, I was like, I'm so glad that I was raised by you and my father because you all taught us at a young age not to care about what other people think, say, or do, how to be our own, our own person. And that bringing has helped many times throughout this entrepreneurship journey and also throughout this faith journey. And that's the key thing because we get so pulled in to what everyone else is doing that we forget what Christ told us to do. And that's the whole key thing. And, and it's important, you know, side note, if you have children, start teaching them this at a young age so that when they get faced in these situations where they got to make these decisions, do I follow 
follow the Christ, do I follow Christ, they feel confident with courage to follow Christ and to do what he says. He says, whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And you don't want that for yourself nor your children. Jesus himself said the world has hated them out of the world just as I am not of the world. I do not pray that you take them out of the world but that you should keep them from the evil one. And so that's the key right there. You have to protect yourself from the from from self, from the greed, from from the pride and from all of that stuff that's of the world. He said the world hated me. This is like one of my favorite things. I always say, you know but if they were against Jesus, we ain't got nothing coming. They are against us. So you might as well say and do exactly what he told you to do and go out and make it happen because it's part of part of who we are. We're going to get persecuted. We're going to be talked about. If you ain't being talked about or people saying stuff, you ain't doing enough, right? Because that's just part of what's going to happen. It says they are not of the world just as I am not of the world in John 17, 14, through 16. Again, Jesus says, the world hates you. You know that it hated me before it hated you. And so you should like, anytime you feel like you're going through these comments or people are saying negative things about you, even from your family is reading in Proverbs, it's just so clear. And, and guys, they don't mean it. They just don't know. But the word says that, you know, in, in times of need and things that you need, that you, your friends will be there before your family. So we have to change that. We have to, we have to, in, in your household, you know how they say, as for me and my household, we will serve the Lord. So you, you have to begin to, to teach people, teach your kids, teach yourself, uh, the people around you, the people who, who work with you to serve you know, show them. And we're going to get into that. The Bible also teaches the, that believers will face oppositions in the world. So anytime you're facing negativity, you're facing opposition, if you're opposed to the message that you say, okay, going through this, what do you need me to learn? How do you need me to grow? Ask that question instead of why me? Why are things always happening to me? Why is someone all it's not why you is what it why what is it that you need to do so that you can step in your calling so that you can get stronger so that you can have more courage so that he can entrust you with more those are the questions that you want to ask okay you need me to grow so i'm going through this so that you can that I can show you that I can handle this, and then you're going to give me something else. That, the, you got to start asking yourself those questions instead of the victim questions. I always say you can't be a and have victory at the same time. So make sure that you transform your mind and your thinking and your thoughts, the questions that you ask yourself. And we're going to later to the questions that Jesus asked. It says, all who desire to live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. And Apostle Paul said that in 2 Timothy. So be okay with it. Just Christ's life with all of his love, just as Christ um, lived with all of his love, concern, and selflessness were a rebuke to the world at times. So our lives with Christ abiding in us today will bring about criticism, opposition, and persecution. See, we're about love, we're about concern, and we're about um, selfishness. When you head that way, expect criticism, expect opposition, expect persecution. When you want to build a business, expect
expect that stuff. Expect people to talk about you. Expect people not to be for you. Expect, you know, especially when you're getting started, expect your friends and family not to like your posts or not to be excited for you. And be okay with it. Be okay with it from those who cannot comprehend the mystery of God's redemptive grace. Like we, no one can comprehend, at least I can't, right? We can't comprehend how show and he feels about us. It's like, I think about that with my nieces and nephews, my great nieces and nephews, the love that you have for them and the sacrifices that you make for them. So you can't even imagine the sacrifice that God has made for us when he made that decision to send his only begotten son and say, you know, go die on the cross so I can save the people and let them know that I love them. See, your true reward is not on social media. It's not as an entrepreneur. Your true reward is in heaven. The Bible teaches that we are not to be discouraged by this belligerence. The Bible teaches us that. And I want to reiterate that and share that with you because of many of people will walk away from their purpose and what they're called to do because, you know, Aunt Susie said something negative about them or, or, or sad or a same online commented something negative about their business opportunity or someone joined their program and they were in the beginning of it and they didn't get it quite right and they were disappointed and they got a negative review. It does not matter. God rejoices in your beginning, when you're beginning. And so don't ever despise that small beginning. He rejoices that you're getting started. He rejoices when he gave you that idea, that business idea, that seed, that purpose, and you go take action. Any imperfect action, because ain't none of us perfect, right? But you go take action. Jesus said, are you when they reveal and persecute you and say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my um, sake? Rejoice and be exceedingly glad. Like you, like you, like just like act like you had a game. Be like, yes, say something negative. Woo woo. I'm learning. I'm growing. It doesn't bother me. And just know. I'm going to be rewarded and heaven for this. You, it may sound crazy, but I promise you, you got to live that way so you, not, you are not deceived. Don't be deceived. In this complex generation that we're in now, it is not easy for anyone, especially kingdom entrepreneurs, because you got so much happening online. It's like, okay, so do I get on here? Do I show my boobs? Do I show my backside? Do it like, what is it that I need to do in order to get people to attention, right? People are, or, or do I got to get up here and, you know, put on a clown suit? Or do I have to be on every single social media site? It's like so much going around that it could be so overwhelming. And I want you to know that it's okay. It, and you have to understand that once you operate in your purpose and you're around people who can help you to get through that, you'll have peace through the map. There'll be peace through everything that you're going on and you'll be able to distinguish between what is spiritual and what is worldly. And that's an important thing to ask yourself before you do something, before you get on here, before you did. Is spiritual or is this worldly? We have to check ourselves 
before our, we wreck ourselves, right? And the Bible says called the angel of light. In Cynthia's uh, 14, he is a great imitator and he and is not always easy to distinguish between Satan's world and the realm where God reigns. Jesus said if it were possible, Satan would deceive even elect. And that's in Matthew 24, 24. So when you think about that, he tried to tempt Jesus. So if he tried to tempt him, he's going to try to tempt you. This is why you got to wake up. Habits, habits. This, this gets you started, okay? This, this planner every day you gotta wake up. Let me, let me let me find the the page here. Every day you wake up and the first thing it says my day God's way, right? And then you go here and you write down your daily Bible verse and it's the affirmation. It's called faith affirmation and scripture from the Word. He said meditate on my night and then you look at something positive and gratitude. So you you have to transform your thinking. You transform your thinking by what you read, what you hear, what you say, what you do, and how often. And this is why we teach you to wake up. God said it, okay? Meditate on my word day and night. So that means you got to wake up. The first thing you, you should do is meditate on God's word. Say your goals for what you need to do, that you want to happen, and the things that you're asking him for, and, and your purpose so you can live that out. You do it in the afternoon, and you do it before you go to bed at night, a minimum of three times a day, bare minimum. But when things go wrong, go to the word. This is what, like, I, I, I see why. I've been chosen for this because it's just what I've been doing. I just never shared it throughout my career of being an entrepreneur. When things go wrong, I, I went to the word and it gave me peace. And I want you to know that it can give you peace as well. I remember there was times, you know, building my financial services office, especially when things would go bad. And when I was newer, I would get in my car and just go sit in the parking lot. Let me know if y'all can relate to this, right? And I would just start reading. And after you just start reading, this peace that I cannot explain just comes over you. And then you say a prayer, you get it together and you go back and you just go back again and you make it happen again. And you are going to be doing this over and over and over again. The higher you go, the, the challenges don't change. They just get bigger. But guess what? You get better as long as you keep God first in that. So that was question number one, right? Now we're on question number two. So we just covered what's the world, how you operate it, and how you separate yourself, and what to take away from it, and what, how not to be, to follow Christ in that. So number two, we're going to talk about what is the metaverse, okay? Like, who, who would ever thunk it, right? As they said, who would ever thought about that we're going to be talking about what, what is the metaverse? When I was looking um, at going through this to remind me, I'm dating myself, y'all, of the Jetsons, like watching that cartoons when I was little, and the thing went up with that are in the reality now. See, the this metaverse has its own entertainment and diversion that's so permeated that the atmosphere that it makes the way of the cross seem antiquated and irrelevant, okay? So the world world that we're in makes the cross, makes Jesus on the cross seem antiquated and irrelevant. And we 
cannot allow that to happen. That's why it's so important for kingdom entrepreneurs to come together, take the resources and put it back into the world so that, you know, it's the, the metaverse is the Jesus verse and we can share the good news of what's happening in masses to be out there in the forefront. In much of the entertainment media fostered by the metaverse, the name of God is profaned, sex is glamorized, and high ethical living and believers' moral standards are laughed at. They laugh at you. You know, they say, is that all you do is, you know, talk about this, post, you know, post about Christ or write scriptures or all you, anybody ever hear that? Like, yes, that's what I do because that's who I am, right? That's how this, this is what you, this is how, how convicted you have to be about what you do. It was the same thing as an entrepreneur. Is that all you do, talk business? Is that all you do to talk about Christ? Yes. If it's in you, you can't help but to do it. Now you have to be you have to do it in the right way where you're not repelling people. Being, you know, like Jesus said, you, you get on the streets and you're yelling and you're, you know, you know, Jesus, you're yelling stuff and you're repelling people and they're looking at you like you're crazy. I'm going to talk to you about how Jesus did it and how God did it and how we can do it and how we all can get better so that we can bring people into us. According to the Wikipedia, the metaverse is futurism and science fiction, okay? So they're creating their own world. I, I promise you, as I'm doing this research on this, I'm thinking like about the Tower of Babylon. When God said, these people are so creative that they're making their way up here to heaven. So he he he, he, uh, he took all the languages and gave them different languages and confused them so that they would know how to communicate. You hear that? How to communicate with each other to get it done. Because if we're made in his image and he's created, we can do anything that we put our mind to. That's how he created us. So when you look at this metaverse, you need to do your research. You need to understand what's coming. We need to look at how we can get ahead of the trend and actually control it instead of following it. The metaverse is hypothetical iteration of the internet <clears throat> as single universe, universal and immersive virtual world. So think about that. The Bible just talked about us not being of the world. So they're creating a virtual world, a virtual reality and augmented reality. Right? And all that means is they're taking everybody in the metaverse and put it in a 3D world where it's focused on social connection. So it's about people connecting on a social way, not for God, but for their own purposes, for taking the things that they need. So I have this site here where I picked this up. It's about the meta.com. What is the metaverse? I'm going to click on it and see if it allows me to show you guys what I came up with. But if not, we're going to come right back here. So let me, let me see. And, and Instagram, you can't see this. Um, and I don't know. I don't think that that's to let me do that. Nope. 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 So go to take a screenshot of this uh, um, slide here, and let me get back to the slideshow that I was at. Take, take a screenshot of that slideshow, and 
and go check out about.meta.com. What is the metaverse? Go, go check that out. It's kind of like they walk you through the whole process of what's to come for your work, for your, 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 um, your learning for business for all of that stuff they're walking through it and it was all set up when you think about how you know everybody's working from home now like i literally started working from home about two years before the pandemic happened but it everything that's happening now it is so if we don't catch a hold of what we need to do and be aware of what's happening around us. This is so easy to get stuck up in what this world is instead of what God wants us to be about. So make sure you go check and spend some time. And let me know in the comments if you did and what from it. And those are some of the things that, you know, I know this is a controversial talk topic and it was not, I promise you, it was not even on what I was going to talk about today, but this is what came to me yesterday that here's what you need to talk about. And so when I began to do my research, I was like, okay, God, let's go. Let's do this. Let's make this happen, right? Because whatever he called you to do, you got to go do it and make it happen and let the people be aware because that's how things get changed. That's how you bring people to him. See, many people are hopping on board of this metaverse. Many companies um, have hopped on board this metaverse bandwagon they envision some sort of new digital economy so the new digital economy where users create they can buy and sell goods and you know i'm not saying you that's the mark or any of that because i don't know right that nothing came to me on that but however guys you understand what's being made and where we fit in on that and what you need to do in order to make sure you don't get caught up in it and that's why it's so 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 important for you not to be deceived see many believers who are entrepreneurs are tricked into believing that they can not be successful in business except as a member of the metaverse crowd they gotta be a part of that crowd however the happiest people should be the ones who are followers of christ the people who know that they can go do their research and see how they can transition through this and, and this is why we gotta get to the point where we're leading the trends versus following the trends there when you have christ you're not dependent on any artificial stimulus any tricks or any gimmicks and i promise you this okay i knew the internet was going to get here he knew cell phones were going to get here so some people say well that was back in the day when they no, they and they even listen in the verse when you're when you're they even take you back to the ancient roman times where they created reality as they see it. whoever did it they're creating as they see it and then if you buy into what they say instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to talk to you and with you and have your own personal relationship with God so you know he said my sheep know my voice you'll know but you'll know which way to go you'll know when you're being tempted. you just got to get that personal relationship with him you'll know your purpose I tell people I can't tell you what your purpose is no one can tell you what your purpose is but we can help you with asking you some questions to get you there, but God will let you know. You have, like, don't believe the hype that somebody has to come tell you something that God called you to do. 
Because if he called you to do it, he's going to let you know. It's going to rather than you're going to know he's speaking with him, he's speaking with you. So don't be dependent on these artificial stimulus, these tricks or, or the metaverse or uh, that you got to abuse your body or put your body out here. Just learn to relax your mind, give it to God and let him uh, let you live in peace. Re- Regardless of what's happening around you, regardless of what new came in, because I'm telling you, you can be like, so should I be on TikTok? Should I be doing Reels? Should I be on Instagram? Should I do this? What should I do? You know, what should I wear? What should I say? Like all of this stuff will weigh on you if you want it. Just go do what he told you to do. The ones he have to hear you, hear you. The ones he want you to help will be helped by you if. You show up, stay in his realm instead of the metaverse of the world's realm. Don't believe don't believe being a believer comes with a long list of restrictions. That's another thing that we're taught. That is totally not true. It is not about like Jesus always he, he sat there and he told the Pharisees, he said, You guys are so into your tradition and the things that need to be done that you're forgetting about. Christ, like for you, you're forsaken because of our tradition, and that's what's happening in today's world, and that's what we have changed. We were having this conversation um, for some of the things that we have planning come in the fall and next year of group meetings and all of this stuff. And we were talking about, you know, the tradition is you get up and you say a prayer, and then um, you read a scripture, and then you begin to talk. But I'm like, show me where they did that in the Bible. They, that's not, that's some man or woman came up with this tradition and then people go to church or they watch on the internet and they see things, but nothing is changing. It's because it's tradition. We're going to talk about what the words say and then we're going to work towards getting to that so that by our, then things will begin to change and, and, and by, you'll be able to see the, the, how you say that? You'll be able to see by the fruit of our labor what will happen and the changes that are made. This is why we need entrepreneurs to, to come together for us to be together, kingdom entrepreneurs, so that we can work together, meet together, and get the word out together. It says the world would have us believe that following Christ is nothing, is nothing but thou shalt not, thou shalt not do this, thou shalt not do this. the metaverse could have you believe that being a believer is killjoy, a stolen kind of life in an unnatural and abnormal. Like, who could live that way? I promise you, okay, that my life with Christ is so like I, I'm, I am not that person who gets mad or having a like a happy go lucky person all my life, right? Just you know, I'm a smile and I'm always have something to say and encourage you, but. Being in Christ with joy, it's just, I can't even explain it. It's just so much better. And it's something that I just, I just want you to experience that. I want you to experience life like that. I want you to experience it as an entrepreneur. Because like I said, in 2008, I ran and tucked my tail when things crashed. And um, five, six, seven years ago, when I, I got a text they're saying, hey, we just sold your the, the building and, and and the the building where you had your business at is no longer your you can't rent from here. I 
was like, okay, God, what's next? Okay, what's next? What's next? The peace that comes when you're building and you need that as an entrepreneur. I can't stress how much you're going to need to have peace and joy in you as you're doing that. So make that a priority to understand the peace and joy. Christ said, I have come that they may have life, okay? That they may have life and have it more abundantly. That's John 10. So right there, that goes against what people say. Well, being a Christian, like, that's boring. You can't do anything. Like, no, he said, I've come for them to have life and have it more abundantly. And those who have been truly converted to Jesus Christ know the meaning of an abundant life and the evidence that in the Bible is to the contrary of what the world says. So don't take my word for it, your pastor's word for it, the media word for it, the posts you see on the, the social media for it, get it for yourself so that you can have it for yourself. The Bible teaches us the, that worldliness is a force, a spirit, and the atmosphere of the world that is the opposition to all that is godly, Christian, or kingdom. And man, if you, when you get into the word and you get back to, you know, you start reading it from front to back, I, I totally, totally recommend that for everyone. Uh, one of my mentors, uh, when I first got into business over 30 years ago, one of the things that we had to do do as part of him mentoring us is read word. We had to read the Bible um, every single year from front to back. We had to read a proverb every single day. And we did this year after year after year. And this is where I learned a lot of stuff. It was not in church. It was through sitting in a small group of entrepreneurs um, that we were led by what the word said and not what and, and not what the world said. So that that foundation is priceless. And this is what we want to help you with as well. It's a goal. It's a selfish pleasure, material success, and pride in business and life. It is ambition and self-centered. God is not necessarily denied. They're not telling you to deny God. They're just ignoring and forgetting about him. But Yet and so when this pandemic happened, 86%, I looked it up, 86% of people on Google search more for Christ in that moment than any other time. So it's just that it, it, we, people know he's out there, right? They, they know, it, 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 you know, somebody created us, right? But it's just ignored. It's just like on the shelf. And we got to get it off off the shelf so that it can become a part of everyday life. You know, God is not necessarily denied. He's just ignored and forgotten. But you got to say, not on my watch. Not on my watch, not on my time, not on my call. Whatever it is, I am going to do what I was called to do. And you have position yourself. There is no neutral ground. The Bible is clear that the world inhabitants are either under the influence of this world or under the influence of God. So that includes the internet. That includes the metaverse. The world, they are cunning, cunning, deceptive, and spellbounding. Peace it on social media for hours and hours and hours. They'll be in reality TV for hours and hours and hours. I mean, you think about that. Your phone, your smartphone will even 
even tell you how much time you spend on social media. There's a reason. So you have to make sure that you position yourself not to be taken in by all of this stuff that's being, um, we going to talk about, or are you in Christ and under direct spirit of God? So that's your choice. No neutral ground. You either all in or you out. Like I told you, you either go dive in the pool and go all in or you stick your toe in. Make that decision to go all in. Draw a line in the sand and say, I'm in no matter what, no matter who says what, no matter who likes it, and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to have that abundant life. I'm going to have that success. And when Paul wrote to the Ephesians, he said, I got to move, move my phone here. He said, about the sands in which you once walked in according to the course of the world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit, who now works in this of disobedience. Even we were dead in trespass, God made us alive together with Christ. And that's from Ephesians 2 and um, 25. Don't conform to the world. Don't conform to the matters. The world, words, course of this world carry the meaning of the current flow. This is the undertone, a subtle current that runs again against and in contradiction the will and the way of God. You just have to decipher what is in the will of God. If it's in his will, do it. How do you know if it's in his will? It's in his word. And when you get in the word, don't just read one um, book, you know, like King James. Read four or five of them because I promise you're going to get different meanings from like all of them. Then go back and study you the original Greek and Hebrew meaning of it and then pray to the Holy Spirit and he will help you discern the truth. This is what you have to do. So that, that means instead of spending hours online um, scrolling, you know, looking or in front of the TV or listening, like get in the word. This is what you have to do. It's, it's heads are deep and treacherous. They are stirred and troubled by Satan and intended to trap and snare those who would walk godly in Christ. So many people want to walk the right way, but they are constantly being snatched back. They're being snatched back by the money. They're being snatched back by any and at the blame, the um, glamour, the fame, and all of this stuff, the bling, the, the you name it, y'all know what I'm talking about, right? So all deploys are on deck, eating employees, every device at his command to harass, to tempt, to thought, and to hurt the people of God. These phones can be used for good or they can be used for evil. It is completely up to you. Social media can be used for good it can be used for evil it is up to you his attack attack on you and your life and your purpose and taking you from that is relentless and is, he's so small you ain't even know it's coming until it's there and you have to be aware of that especially as an entrepreneur especially as a kingdom entrepreneur you have to know what is in front of you paul wrote for we didn't wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this age against spiritual hosts witness in the heavenly places and that's his ephesians 6 12 so know what you're wrestling against so that you can be a 
ahead of it and you can say get thee behind me you got no i be like that that's all you got like that's all you working with say like boy pie. that's what you can be like boy pie. Amen. but you like you gotta first of all you ain't gonna even get you ain't gonna even get me but that's all you got like you got to get to that point where that's how you're having conversations with him you can believe it the entrepreneur are not left defenseless at all in this conflict god provides the power to give us victory over satan when i say boy bye that's all you got that's not for me is that because i know what the word says in his word it gives you courage it says that if you seek him and you and and you he knows that everything you do is about him. Satan will flee from you. Like, did you, like, he will flee from you. He has no, like, he's going to go mess with somebody else. It's just like the bully on the ground. If the if the bully can't bully someone, he's going to go find someone else to bully if you're not paying him any attention or giving him any sight. Paul said we are more than conquerors through him love us. So if you want to conquer, conquer your life and not be distracted by what's going on if you want to conquer this entrepreneurship journey and make it happen whether it's you want it to go or not at the present moment you got to get strong in the word right so that's talking about the metaverse now for question number three was i the wrong person chosen what to do when you feel overwhelmed by the purpose god has assigned to you and let me know y'all what has been your aha moment what are you getting out of this conversation and on thursdays we're diving more into the kingdom talking about his word so that once you you know like when you're deep in that you understand that and you know that you're able to live out your purpose you're able to make that happen and make sure that you go to biblebusinessacademy.com biblebusinessacademy.com or call us at one eight three three Bible. If you have any questions or you want to talk about your purpose and yourself feeling overwhelmed by the purpose or what you feel God has assigned you to do, or how to get that done and how to make that happen, see you win. You win not because you joined the academy, not because you're a part of us. You win with the blood of the Lamb. We can we can overcome the onslaught of Satan and the power of the world system of evil by the blood of the lamb we will never overcome by mere human efforts y'all get that like we like your effort my effort no we right we only got it by the blood man we will never overcome by our deeds y'all hear that that's what you do we will never overcome it by our our righteousness ever commendable they may be we will never overcome it by mere social concern or by identifying ourselves with very social revelations political groups religious groups or even the metaverse like none of that will help us to overcome anything like the blood of the land so don't, don't lose that the bible says they overcame him by the the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony that's revelation 12, 11. see remember we're involved in a spiritual conflict he's intentionally trying to get you to start your, your mind rattling and going in a thousand different um places and to be overwhelmed if you get overwhelmed if you get frustrated if you get irritated if you quit that is not 
of God. We're going to teach you and help you through what the word says and being together, us encouraging. That's why he says, don't forget the habit of meeting together, being with like people. See, this is the battle between the forces of God and the forces of Satan, and we're all involved in that, right? We're just like he did with Job. You walk back and forth. Let me mess with him. So maybe he said, let me go mess with you. Let me with Denise. Let me go mess with Dwight. Let me go mess with Tony. Like, let me go mess with some people out here who want what you're offering, but I'm going to go mess with them to see if they're ready. I believe you're ready. I believe you can make it happen. We are asked to choose time. And I know you're going to be on the right side. The Bible warns us uh, about being taken in by the evil of this world. So you like do your research and know as you step into stuff, how you're going to step into it. And by how you step into it, you're going to separate yourself from everything else, separate yourself from the lies that Satan has clever, the way he cleverly mixes the lies with the truth. And know that you will be tempted. It's just the way it is. Even when he tempted Christ, he quoted scriptures to him. People can take scriptures out of context. And they don't read what's before and what's after. He quoted scriptures to him trying to tempt him. But if you read the entire chapter, if you read the entire Bible and you read it every single day and it's on you and you have your personal relationship with God, he's going to direct you. He's going to speak to you. And the Bible instructs believers to make a clean break with all the evils of the world and that we are separate from them. Apostle Paul says, therefore, come out from among them and be separated, said the Lord. Do not touch what is unclean and I will receive you. 2 Corinthians 6, 17. Jesus ate, so before I read this, a lot of people say, and I used to say, without understanding it as well, Jesus ate the, the publicans and the sinners. He hung out with them. Yes, he did. But there was a reason why. And this is what we want to impress on you today so that you can begin to think about the company that you're in, why you're in it, and what you're supposed to do when you're there. And as entrepreneurs, the people that you bring into your company, from your customers to your employees to your vendors to everybody around you, by your light and what you do, you can you can help a lot of souls get saved. And when you start focusing on that and you focusing on Christ, everything else that you desire, he will give that to you. It says nearly everyone he associated with was an outcast, but his relationship with them was not purely social. So he was there, but it was not about social. It was about being redemptive. And so I want you to get this by giving you the, de the um, de definition of what redemption from the 1828 dictionary. So when you're in the midst, when you're in the world, when you're out there, think I want you to think on this word redemption. When you're building your business, when your clients and your customers are coming to you and you're getting back to them and you're buying value, you're providing service, I want you to think on this because you never know that life that, that was put in front of you is not, you know, 
perhaps it's not about you making a sale or making money or, or becoming wealthy and becoming a millionaire or trillionaire or whatever the case may be. It was because you were you were that chosen one put there to save that person's soul. So understand what you got to do. It's the redemption says repurchase of captured goods or prisoners to act of procuring the, the deliverance of or things from the possession power of captors by the payment of equivalent ransom release at the redemption of prisoners taken in war the reason you know sure and then it says to deliverance from bondage distress or from liability to an evil or uh, a forfeiture either either by money labor or other means you hear that either by money labor or other means people are in bondage people are distressed people are selling their souls selling their lives selling their bodies selling their kids selling everything for money or labor for other means to be to be out here to be that next guru to be that person out there that's you are called to help those people on that course or that consultant business that you want to help to start and do go back to why you're doing it. a lot of people do it because they went through something and they got through it and so you got through that not just for your glory for you to go out there and help someone else and give god the glory on there it even says and um uh, repurchased as a land's alienated and that was in leviticus 25 24 jeremiah 32 7 so you just got to get it and study it says the liberation of an estate uh, from a mortgage for the purchase of the right to re-enter upon it by paying the principal sum for what is mortgage and, like you can keep reading this and you can see old testament to the new testament and all the things that god started with us to do and how it all ended up and how he had to send his son for for, for us so that he can give us it says in the out the purpose of god's favor by the death and suffering of christ christ the ransom or deliverance of sinners from the bondage of sin and the penalties god's violated law by the event of christ that's the key right there this is what redemptive is and if Ephesians 1 and 7, it says, in him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. In his, his grace, when he saw the world going, you know, in destruction, the way that it was going and all the sins and all things, he's like, you know, I got to reel this back. I got to bring this back. I want to help these people. I love these people. And Colossians 1.14, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of the sins. You can also look it up in the Hebrew de definition. If I'm pronouncing this, paidon, the word redemption is the word paidon. In the conventional Hebrew, it refers to a price that must be paid to redeem, to rescue, or to deliver someone. So you have Jesus paid the price, you got a price to pay as well. Its root is a legal concern, it's a substitution required for a person to be from bondage. So if you're in bondage, you're being challenged, right? If you're in bondage, if you're going to this world, these aren't going that you need them to go, but guess what? We as 
believers who are entrepreneurs. We're in this world to make a difference in the, this world. We're in this world to change it. As we come in contact with the world in the metaverse, we got to know which direction to go in. We must always retain our distinctive kingdom character. It is so important. Don't get caught up in what the world says to do. Social media says to do. You must always retain our distinctive kingdom of character and refuse, refuse to let the world or the metaverse pass us into its mold. We have to stay in their mode. I remember when my mom, you know, uh, back then you didn't have women ministers, but she was coming up and she used to say, I don't care what y'all think or what y'all say, but I'm going to go do what God called me to do, whether you like it or not, whether you're family or not. They used to come against her and she was like, and she was like strong and she just kept coming back, kept coming back. And she's 86 years old now, and she's still going strong. And that's what we have to do. You have to be so convicted to what he called you to do, that course he start, called you to start, that business he called you to start, and then you use it to help other people. The world is keenly aware of its emptiness, of its unfulfilled dreams, of its failure to cope with life, of its misdirected business ventures. So instead of you thinking about the thing that you're doing or the business or the money or the likes or the views or the shares, make it about the kingdom. Make it about the kingdom and the rest will all be taken care of. The world and the metaverse system is adequate to meet that deeper need of the human heart. You can get on here on social media. You can feel good for a moment, but once you get off, what's next, right? So Keep it about the kingdom. This is ideal soil for any of the kingdom message. So if you're out there on the metaverse, you're on the internet, you're tapping into all of this, use it for the kingdom purpose. Ask yourself, how can I, you know, am I going to allow God to use me the way he, he called me to be used? I'm not a speaker, y'all. This is not my forte. But I, when I made that decision, words messed up or not, I'm like, I'm just going to go do being healed like he did with Moses. He's going to tell me what to, what to say, um, how to say it. And it, the people who he wants to hear it, they will hear it. God has seen fit to entrust the work of his king to us. So we have to see it to do what he told us to do. If the world system has changed, it will be through our light shining bright. Jesus told to his followers in a certain way and that's what we have to learn to do and it's so funny because i was just saying this you know we i meet with my sales teams in the morning and i'm always talking and counseling with people and then i caught myself telling instead of asking questions and, and giving my opinion you have to always catch yourself and i'm like no i can't do this so as i'm studying it led me back to what i had already known but sometimes you can get away from it is that you have to start asking questions and i'm gonna talk to you about it but look, this is mark 16 to 45 later jesus to the 11 followers while they were eating he criticized them because they had so where's your faith like is your faith where was you like you guys you just where's your faith and if it's not 
where it needs to be. What do you need to do to get it where it needs to be? He said, ye have so little faith, right? There's so, like, just get in the word. I promise you, it'll change your life. They were stubborn and refused to believe the people who said Jesus has risen from the death. And that's because he had told them. Like, didn't I just tell you? Just like he would tell your kids, right? If they kept coming to you, asking you, you just already told them you're going to take them, you know, maybe after dinner or or, or somewhere. And they keep, well, are we going? Let us tell you, I'm, we're going, go. So go and sit down somewhere, right? He said to them, go everywhere in the world and tell the good news to everyone. Go everywhere in the world and tell the good news to everyone. So when you think about the metaverse, when you think about the internet, when you think, like this is exciting because if you follow what Christ said for us to do, we can go tell everyone about God, this is what, you know, about Jesus, about the love. We can go and do what he said to do in the right way. Uh, and the people who believe will be able to do these things as proof. They will use my name to force demons out of people. They will speak in languages they never learned. If they pick up snakes or drink any poison, they will not be hurt. They will lay their hands on sick people and they will get well. You have to understand you are his servant and he will take care of you. And so what was true way back then is still true today. Our responsibility is to share the good news. After the Lord Jesus said these things to his followers, he was carried up into heaven. There Jesus said at the right side of God, the followers went everywhere in the world, telling people the good news and the Lord helped them by giving them the power to do miracles. The Lord prove that their message was true. And I, I, I see somebody say that we're we're in um India, I think that's saying in there. And um, I actually I'm in the DC area right now. So guys, I mean think about that. We got people on here from all around the world and we get to share what God has put on us to share. So remember God called us to share as an entrepreneur. You have a platform and you can speak and you can extend that out. You can have the, the responsibility to share the good news. Uh, we are to become the salt and the light. We are to use our resources from the sociology, the political, and the business was upon the world and let people know about Christ in the way that you were to let them know. And when you look at the majority of Jesus' interaction, it was not in the church. It was not in in you know the fancy buildings and all of that stuff. It was out in the workplace. It was this is why entrepreneurs, you know, are the right people to be out there. He didn't choose you look at the disciples, he didn't choose religious people, right? He chose entrepreneurs, he chose business people, he chose people who didn't have the best of a character and response and background, but they change. When you look at uh with James and with John was the Samaritan woman with the lame uh, with the lame man, few of those were in religious settings. Instead Jesus talked about people about spiritual issues where they were most familiar. So when they're on the job and they're spending eight to ten hours on the job and you're the owner of that company, that's where they're most familiar. That's the time that you can have a casualization with them and help them. When you're here on 
um, Facebook and you're in or, or in social media and you're messaging someone, that's the time to ask them about their life, how they're doing, what's going on with their life, instead of like always just trying to sell somebody something or talk worldly stuff to them, right? Start building relationships. And we're going to talk about that in, in the second as we are I'm closing out here. Jesus uh, talked with people about spiritual issues they were most familiar. He did not need a special environment or the circumstances to discuss things of eternal significance. I'm going to repeat that because I want you guys to get that. He did not need a special environment. So some of you are saying, I can't do that because I don't have an office or people can't come to me. Just get on here like I'm doing. Hit that live button. And I promise you, the first time, now I've been on stage as well. The first time I went live, I was so nervous, start coming out my eyes. And then guess what I did? I kept going. And then after I kept it live almost two years in a row every single day because I needed to feel comfortable with it. I needed to just get in there and get it done. So I'll still up a word. I'll still not get it right all the time. But guess what? I just do it anyway because I know the right people who are supposed to hear the message will get it. And I know it's not about me. It's about what we were called to do. So we got to just learn to do what Jesus did. And what he do, right? He asks questions. And, and you know, I even, when I'm trained in the business, then I'm always saying to them, ask questions, ask questions, the art in asking questions. Stop telling people, stop, you know, pushing your message on people. Start asking questions, even in marketing, to get people's attention. Your first line would say, ask a question. Because a person gets to stop and think and ask that question. And this is like you're learning from the word. This is how you can take the biblical principles and put it into your business. And this is similar to God's first response to the first sinners in history. Like I'm going to give you the four questions that God asked. This is what questions started back in says 3.9. He says, number one, where are you? Even if you took that, right, and said, where are you? Ask somebody, if you're trying to help them in business, ask them, where are you at now? If you're trying to help them, you know, maybe they're looking at getting their relationship together. Where are you now? Tell me about where, where are you now? You can take exactly what God said to Adam and Eve right there to, to Adam, where are you? Where are you presently? Like, where, in what state are you in? Instead of trying to say, okay, hey, you, we, we can do this, we can, where are you? Where are you now? Tell me about that. And then as soon as they tell, tell me more, right? He goes on to say, who told you that you were naked? Who told you that you couldn't start that business? Who told you that you weren't qualified? Who told you that you need a degree? Who told you that no why from you? Who told you that you couldn't do that? See, all of these things you have to think about. And then he says, did you eat from that tree that I commanded you not to eat from? Did you not do the steps that you were needed to, that you needed to do, that you were instructed to do to help you to grow your business? See, a lot of the stuff we bring on ourselves, right? So you have to check that. You check yourself, right, before you yourself. What is it that you have done? Question. It started back in Genesis. There's the art to answering questions. 
entrepreneurs have learned this. You know, you're always selling. Salespeople have to learn this. This is what we talk to our team about. Even it, um, you look in John 8, 1 through 11, the adulterous woman, he said, woman, where are they? Um, did no one condemn you? The scribes, Luke 5, 17, 26, he said, why are you raising objections within yourself? When, when he knew they were going through something, instead of him telling them, he said, why are you raising objections within yourself? Because if you tell them they doubt it, if they come to their own decision on it, they believe it. That's the importance of this. This is why the power of asking questions is important. Which is easier to say your sins are forgiven or to say stand up and walk? Questions, questions, questions. Ask yourself, are you asking questions in the Bible? Learn the power of questions to about his mother and brother in Matthew 12, 46 through 50. Who who is my mother? Who are my brothers? The Pharisees, Luke 6, 6, 11, I ask you, is it lawful to, to do good on Sabbath or to do evil, to save a life or to destroy it? He's not trying to convince anybody. He's speaking from the heart. He's asking questions. He was focused on connecting with people with their thoughts and their feelings. In business, you have to be focused on connecting with people in their thoughts and their feelings. In your ministry, you have to be connected with focus with people with their thoughts and their feelings. He understood that new ideas need to be connected with existing frames or references if they are to last. Like any ideas that you have, you have to connect them with what's going on today. That's why we're talking about the metaverse. That's why we're talking about the internet. It is reality of what's here, so how can we connect that? Seldom press for closure or decision, but we're pressing people. You're on the, you're, you're on the, you're, you're online and you're pressing them for opinion. That's like today, I, I made that decision like on, you know, when people book an appointment, it's okay, do you have X amount of dollars because we offer high ticket items? And if not, you don't want to book an appointment. And then I'm like, no, I got to remove that. I got to change that. We got to talk to people. If they want to talk to us, we have to talk to them. Even if they're not financially ready, we have to talk to them. But where did I get that idea from? The world. So sometimes it's subtle. It gets in there. And then you have to be aware of it. And then you have to change it so that everybody has a role. You, and that's why I come on here Monday through Thursday and I give up, out free um, information that people don't have to pay for and that we work with them and help them until they can get to that pos position. Because if he gave you the vision for it, he's going to give you provision. Instead, he understood that time, time is required. Okay, Time is required for ideas to simmer and for people to own them before they act on them. And one of the things that we teach you is you, you know, we, we have a 30-day a uh, game plan to show you how often you should make phone calls to people, what you should say, how you should say that, when you should follow up, when you, and take away one of my people, they were, well, am I bothering them? I call them? No, if they don't want you to call them and talk to them, they will tell you, don't call me anymore. We are to keep going, keep talking to people, keep loving on people, keep coming from the heart and using the word as an example and learning from Jesus on how to build our business. He, Jesus knew how to take an initiative 
Jesus responded to the initiatives of uh, initiatives of other, and Jesus left room in his schedule for interruptions by friends and others enlisting his help. And these are some things we definitely learned from. Jesus usually met people on their own turf. See, we're trying to get people to come on our turf, to book a call with you. He met people on their turf. You got to go to where they at. Get, you know, go on their page, Rob, see what they're talking about, comment on something, like something. And then when you get a messenger and you're talking to them, talk to them about what they're, where they're at. And then once you do that, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And these are ways, just like Jesus did, that you can show that Jesus was interested in establishing common grounds with other people, not interested in getting from them, interested in saving their soul and establishing. And how you do that is by establishing common ground so that they can feel calm. And so while you're going through this, guys, why you're building your business, why you're helping souls to be saved, why you're sharing this information, enjoy the journey. Life short, man, in Ecclesiastes, he says, eat, drink, and be merry, because after you found, after you build all of this, after you have all this, guess what? You're gone. And you're going to leave it to someone else, right? Or it's going to go away, because it's not going to last ever, but your soul will always be around so while you're here on the short span that we got enjoy the journey enjoy sharing the good news of the kingdom and entrepreneurship remember as you do that it's a science it's an art it's a mystery and it's exciting and it's fun and you have to make it that way it involves connecting your faith with people's experiences your faith with their experience in a way that they can understand your message and your solution this is why he spoke in parables back then it was all about you know farms and, and you know sheep and goats and stuff like that so and that's why he talked about his parables. Go look up all these parables that he used. It was all about the current time. So the metaverse, the EFTs, the bitcoins, all of that stuff that's going on today is about you got to meet people where they at, right? And then you can take them where they want to go. We know how much you care. It means cooperating with whatever God's spirit may be doing with them and leaving results to him. It is not up to you. We don't get to make that decision. They don't even get that to make that decision. It is up to God. We're just to share the news and let him do the rest, both for their souls and for yourselves and for your business and for everything that you do. So in closing, as it says, you know, from our scripture, and do not be conformed to this world any longer with his superficial value and customs, but be transformed and progressively change as you mature spiritually. As you mature spiritually, it, it you're going to be forever growing, forever evolving. That's why you should be excited. You know, I, I used to always say, I still say it now, I'm going to live to be 105 years old. And now I'm going to be like, okay, I, I could take that a little further. But I've always said that in every year, every day that you're here, you get to grow. You, you'll learn, you'll get better. So never forget to to mature spiritually. And the only way you're going to do that is to get in the word. Read it in the morning, at night. Read it during the day. Study it. Be around people. Have conversations around. It's the same thing in your business. The only way that you're going to change and transform and progress is to do it every 
every single day. Take a day off, right? Take a day off. Take take your Sabbath off so that you can relax your mind. And because he he made that for us, you got you have to do that. And it says by renewing of the mind, focus on godly values. So that's how as you mature spiritually, you renew your mind. And by uh, focus on godly values and ethical attitudes, godly values and ethical ethical attitude so that you may prove for yourselves that what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and his what and his what and his purpose for you. And that's from Romans 12 2 from Amplified Version. Read that over and over and over again. Break it down. Get in the word guys. So I hope this brought you all value today. I don't want you to stop here. I want you to book a strategy called it Bible Business Academy call. Um, go there. If we have a, 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 a question when you're watching this, just ignore it. Book that call with us. Let's get on the phone. We have uh, someone book a call and, and speak to one of our, our consultants, and it was so exciting. Call me. She's like, I got, I got some good news. I got some good news. I'm like, what is it? What is it? What is it? She's like, we got a soul day today. We got a soul day today. We were so excited. Like, literally, tears coming out. We call my mom, and like it's it's like let me you see the the goose coming up, and you just get so excited when you know you got a soul saved out there. We didn't get it because of that mission. God made it happen. We just have to be along for the journey. So we want to help you not only build your business, but also build your soul to 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 maturely spiritually mature along the way and we want to help you if your calling is to have a course or consultant business or to get to be able to help you with that uh, and i'm going to share with you guys and closing the things that we can help you with we have our kingdom management enterprise system where we will help you build your entire work for your business so whether that's online or offline it'll go through the your culture, your CEO management, your mission, values, your strategic plan, your ownership structure, the financial development of it, how you put that together and planning, your reporting, your capital structure, any legal agreements and biblical principles on top of that, right? We're going to talk about your team, the management team, your retention, uh, the industry stuff that you need, how to have your contracts, whether you're going to do affiliates, commissions, W-2s, 1099s, and all of that stuff, and the entire business process where you're talking about your clients, your patients, and your customers, how to retain them and attract them, and management information systems, the system that you need that will give you peace this is that you need that will connect you and give you the time in order to spend more taking on the word growth and capacity so that's one of the things that we do we all help people on their course the consultant business or their product business to be able to scale that and i just talked to you about that from our done for you program so the first step is to go to biblebusinessacademy.com download free report that you're going to see there or you can just call right now 1833 bible biz and um, speak sultan and we can help you that or go book that appointment fill out uh that sheet and call bible business academy i mean go to bible business academy or call 1833 bible biz when you go there it's going to ask you some questions just answer them to the best of your ability book the date and time that works and we will call you at that time and if need we will hop on Zoom, guys. If you stuck here to the end, I'm so 
out of you. It takes courage to step out on faith. It takes courage to put God first, right? In a world who does not do that. No matter with what path you choose, whether it's with us or working with someone else, we are here to support you, cheer you on, and encourage you 100% along the way. And when you join one of our academies or a done for you program, we're going to send you a gift out right in the mail of not only some fun stuff, who knows what's in it because it's always changing, but also some training. And we will work with you on the way. So if you got questions, we're here to answer those for you. You can go ahead and um, pop those in the comment, or you can, um, if you're catching this during the replay, you can put them down there, or you just give us a call. We want to help you discover how to build a business based on biblical principles, using your gift, your talent, your skill, your expertise, or your experience, all for the resources to go back into the kingdom so we can help some more souls get saved. Call 1833 Bible Biz. Or you can email us at info at Don't forget, we got that kingdom management enterprise. If you're still here and you have questions on how to develop a business based on biblical principles, not mean that your business has to be based on religion or biblical or any of that. You could be selling widgets and gidgets based on biblical There's even people have chocolate in their business and um you know, from being around other entrepreneurs i didn't even know that, that that exists but yes because they you know if their workers are there 10 to 12 hours a day they're with them more than they're with their family so they wanted to provide an environment where if they were feeling broken they had someone to go talk to so i thought that was beautiful beautiful thing so those are some of the things that we can talk about adding into you business you you know want to get that course maybe you want to you know people teach people how to jump over the line how to play the piano how to do whatever you're gifted at you can do that online there's room for you or if you have a skill that you require for working over the last 40 or 50 years and you want to bring that online and teach other people how to do it you can do that whatever god is calling you to do we want to help you to do that then also, based on our financial service experience over the last 25 years, show you how to make that money properly and know that all of it 100% belongs to God. So how to use it and have it ready for ideas when it comes and flow and not be attached to it. So to freely get away. So I'm going to hop back over here and see if we have any questions on mine. And I see, I see, hey, Gwen, Gwen says, I finally, I finally understand and realizing this. That's awesome. That's awesome. Her and I go way, way back. That's what this is all about. Fun, 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 fun. It is fun. All right. I don't see any other questions here. So I appreciate y'all. You are awesome. And if you got questions, oh, wait, before I go. Forget, pick up a copy of your Believer Rich Planner or pick up a copy of the uh, Bible Business Secret. And you can uh, do that Bible Business. Uh, let me put that up there. Chat, chat, chat. Um, actually, I'll show us. Uh, let's see. Grayson said, Gwen Grayson. 
What's up, Grand Grayson? She said, I am finally understanding and realizing this. Yes, I am so excited about that. So excited, so excited about that. Guys, again, go to, as we end here, BibleBizAcademy.com and download our book, our free report. Go to BibleBizAcademy.com to copy of our book. Get that there. And you can also get a copy of our plan or rich. Um, go to bloomingrich.org. So I don't think I see any more questions there. Uh, appreciate y'all. Hope you got tremendous value out today. And look forward to talking to you. And look forward to seeing you in the caddy. Have a great day. Bye bye.